Welcome to another bonus podcast. My name is Thalia, one of the pastors on staff at Northview Community Church. And of course, I'm sitting with my co-host buddy, Crystal. Hello. And we are going to do a podcast today on local adoption. So we have two guests with us. Imran, can you say good morning? Good morning. Okay. And Patty. Good morning. Okay. So we're going to have them introduce themselves a little bit. But before we do that, we should probably do a couple of updates. Crystal, you want to give those to us? Sure. Just to have dates on your calendar. Um, If you are new to the church um, and want to become baptized, if you've put your faith in Christ, we'd encourage you to come to the baptism class on November the 15th. It's a Wednesday night. And if you want to follow that up by just jumping in wholesale and becoming a member here at Northview, (laughs) the classes for that start the next week, November 22nd. So if you've been at Northview for a while and have not yet become a member, but you are a baptized um, Christian, then we'd encourage you to just join the, think of coming to the membership classes. They're three weeks in a row, Monday night or Wednesday nights, and they're great. You get a real good feel for how the church works and kind of the inner circle, not inner circle, the behind the scenes kind of stuff. Will there be snacks? Uh, I think so. <laughs> Coffee, at least. Okay, people will I don't know down. if they're great yeah. snacks. I don't think you should count on the snacks. Might be those packaged cookies or something. <laughs> Better than nothing. Really. Maybe. Yeah. But good conversation. Yeah. yeah. And, and lots people, of good information. Yeah. Some people take the membership classes even if they are already members because they want to hear from Jeff about the structure of the church. They want to hear about missions and the community department. So you're very welcome to come and take the class even if you're already a member. Yeah, sometimes community groups have come because they normally meet on a Wednesday or whatever, and one of their members wants to get, or one of their people from the group wants to become a member. They said, Mm -hmm. well, we'll go with you and we'll learn more about our church. Because oftentimes people have done the membership class maybe 20 years ago when they became members, but they haven't heard recently from our pastors. And so it's a good way to do it. It is a great way to do Mm -hmm. it. Okay, so let's dive right into the topic. Topic is local adoption. So let's get to know who we've got around the table. Okay, Patty, we'll start with you. Why don't you introduce your family a little bit? How long have you been at Northview? How you've been involved? A few things like that. Okay. Um, Well, I am Patty and I'm married to Jim. We have been married for almost 13 years and I have been attending Northview for just a little bit longer than that. Okay. Um, Jim has been here since 1982, I think. Long time. So yeah, Yeah. he's been here forever. You were the latecomer. Yes. (laughs) Um, So we have four children. We have two biologicals. Our daughter is nine years old and our son is eight. And then our two adopted boys are six and almost five. Um, ways I've been involved at Northview, I feel like I've been involved in everywhere. <laughs> I think so, um, yeah. Probably. Over the years, I have been in children's ministry in a variety of places. I have been in women's ministry. I have been in middle school ministry. Um, and I was on staff here for a little while as well, working in the admin department. Yeah, so. I just learned that this morning. Yeah. So that was before your time, yeah. but I was around. And then you came back for a little bit. Like you I, had been on staff and then you were gone and then you came back for a year. Just a very between kids. Or something? Yes, yeah. it was, and I was doing just just projects. Yeah, clean up your desk. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you need to hire her for upstairs. That's right. <laughs> Our open office concept gets a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Imran, tell us about you. So yeah, my name is Imran. I am married to Suzanne. Uh, I work here. I'm one of the pastors. Uh, my role is pastor multicultural engagement uh, to work with the local missions. Mm-hmm. Um, department, areas, local ministries. Uh, Suzanne and I, we've been married for over five years now, and we adopted two girls. They're 10 and 3. Nice. 
I remember, I'm oh, sorry, just, I remember thinking of you and Suzanne. I uh-huh. remember going to the Gospel Coalition Conference, our first one with Suzanne way back. A few years ago, yeah, yeah. And she was in the pool and she would kept coming out to FaceTime with this guy oh. that was, she was dating. <laughs> and like, who is this guy that Suzanne's dating? And then we got to know you through the intern yeah. program. Oh, and that's neat. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. If you attend Worship Center on Sunday morning, you'll often see Imran as MC in the 8.30, and 11.30 service. That's right. That's where yeah. I mock people. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you involved at Northview? You have a couple of things I'd like you to highlight on Sundays. So uh, we have a community group, Indo-Canadian community group, uh, on Sunday right after 11.30 service. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's basically for those who are new to Northview and if they're brown, mm-hmm. like me. <laughs> well, uh, people can't see you, so you maybe have to describe I, a little I bit. Know. Well, they can so hear the accent. If they, yeah, yeah if, uh, if they speak Punjabi, okay. uh, they, they're welcome to come. The goal is just because to help them connect with the church. Mm-hmm. And um, so after the, after the 11.30 service, we have a meal together and then we, have, we talk about the sermon. Uh, and the goal of that whole community group is to have that ongoing discipleship and perhaps clarify uh, some of the terms that are used on the stage okay. that they're not familiar with mm-hmm. and pray for one another. Yeah. Yeah. And we also have um, ESL class on Sunday. Patty, you can come to that. Okay. It'd be helpful. <laughs> um, and that's where we teach English classes uh, to the people in the community. Yeah. You've also been able to really be involved in MEI too, helping them yeah. with a lot of their Punjabi families and That's doing interpretation right. and working with the families and stuff. Yeah, so um, our intern, Iman, and I, uh, we go, um, we've been going, I think this is a third or fourth year now. So we go uh, uh, once a week and have lunch with the kids, grade six, seven, and eight, and talk about God. So right now, going through the Gospel of Mark and then kids have uh, life questions yeah. and some of the questions that you don't even think about, okay. like great questions. So we try to kind of have, um, uh, to try to answer those questions and uh, help them to know God better nice. in that area. So it, it's awesome opportunity. I'm also involved in soccer, so I coach soccer. <laughs> uh, I coach Punjabi boys, been doing that for four years. Uh, I have the same group of kids, uh, the eight to 17 of them. And so, yeah, I love soccer. Suzanne loves soccer. She plays a women's team, and both of her girls are into soccer. So, huh, yeah, very fun. Soccer. That's neat. Yeah, yeah. totally good. Uh-huh. So, we love it. Okay, Crystal, you're on next. Yeah, so we wanted to hear your story of adoption. So, basically, the questions are when did you start talking about this as a couple, and what made you choose local adoption versus um, looking overseas? So do you want to start, Patty? Sure. Um, We started talking about adoption quite early in our marriage. Um, It was it was always the well we had always said we will have at least four children, and we had planned okay we'll have a couple biologically and then maybe we'll adopt one and then maybe we'll have some more. and so when it came time, okay, let's let's maybe try to have a child. And, and we were able to successfully have two children. And then after that, we couldn't. And we, ha- mm. we really struggled with um, getting pregnant after our second. And so um, Jim was, he was like, okay, well, maybe this is God pushing us into adoption <laughs> a little sooner than we had anticipated. And... Um, so then Northview had um, had an information night. This would have been probably about four years ago, 
four or five. And um, so we came out to that information night and there was, um, the ministry was here um, talking about local adoption. The There was a few different agencies here just talking about different ways that you can adopt. Um, and we left there and we're like, yep, Local adoption is uh. um, is what is essentially where we want to go. Um, for me personally, um, there was a period of my life where both my parents were unable to care for me. So I was being taken care of by my grandparents. So and at that time, I mean, me and my siblings could have been children in the ministry as well. So ministry is very dear to my heart mm-hmm. that way as well. Yeah. Um, so we we kind of started on that process and. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how we... So four years ago, that started, mm-hmm. and I wanna, then... I want to say it's actually five. Okay. Yeah. And five. so it took how many years until you kind of had your first contact with the boys that you have now? Three years. Okay. And that was just the process that that's how long it takes to work through the stuff? Or was it just you guys kind of trying to sort it out? And mm, it, it was a lot of... Um, timing, just different like classes that we had to take. We weren't available to take the first round and things like that. And then there was paperwork. Um, It it generally doesn't take that long. Um, Yeah. So we really, uh, during the whole process, we, it it got a little frustrating having to wait, but um, we were constantly just reminded, okay, it's God's timing, not our own. It's God's timing. So we just trust that his timing is perfect and um, we just wait. So you adopted two. What were you originally thinking of in terms of numbers? And tell us a little bit about that. We were open and approved for two to four. Okay. So we were willing to bring home a sibling group of four. So that's what you think of four. It would be like a sibling group. A sibling group of four. Um, We would have had to make some changes in our home. We would have needed a new vehicle. So... um, yeah, so we were we were totally open to whatever came, okay. boys, girls. Um, we wanted the somewhat of the birth order to stay the same because our oldest is very much a first child. So you didn't want to adopt someone <laughs> older than no, her, right? <laughs> unless they were significantly older and it could be like a big sister mm-hmm. type right. situation. Okay. So, yeah. You didn't want that power struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So how about you, Imran? Um, so we, um, when we first started dating, when Suzanne was FaceTiming, you said. <laughs> yeah. So, not then, but um, I think uh, in second or third date, we had a discussion, just found out that we can't have our own kids. Mm. And this was just one of those things, trusting God that he can uh, make it happen if it is his will. And if not, then give us peace and just lead us into a different direction. And uh, so it was always back Mm. there, but we, we, I think after about a year and a half or two years later, we started talking about it and then about 15 months ago we filled out the application okay and um the application process itself is just it's just a fun stuff as you can tell that it's just yeah fun Uh, Fun in quotation marks (laughs) yeah 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 um so anyway um we started the process and we uh the reason we wanted we thought about going back and forth doing internationally or locally. We did look online and inquired from a few other people uh, about international adoptions. Um, the thought of us maybe we'll go back home 
to Pakistan or India or some other countries. Even I emailed uh, in the States and Florida to inquire about that. But it was like $35,000 or $40,000. I'm like, to me, the whole idea doesn't sit very well because to me, that's like buying a child. Uh, Because you go into debt before you have a child. Uh, That makes sense. Uh, So I was like, no, um, I'm not there yet. Um, So I guess the whole, and then we went to the info session locally here. And um, we applied and um, basically we thought like, you know, we should pursue this and we started filling out the application and then from one step to the next and the next and the next, it, it just all came together. And the original thought was just basically having zero to five. Uh, that was the age uh, that oh, we, we ages, thought. Ages, okay. Yeah. Um, I thought you said zero to five kids. <laughs> no, 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 zero to five age range. So how many uh, kids were you thinking? Uh, we didn't think about we we thought like if it's maybe um, newborn or under one or under two it'd be one but if they're sibling groups we'll consider uh, sibling groups as okay. well so let's say one and three or two and four um, but then we did go to this uh, session in uh, locally um, and they had that that's where the old um, um, guardianship workers they yeah. um, highlight some of the kids and their profiles. And they were basically older kids mostly. Yeah. Um, so that base that me that info session I guess changed our perspective on uh, the age range. Okay. And uh, we came home and there were a couple options. Um, there was and then I guess we talked to a worker and then she said like, hey, this is not a match for you. This is a match. So we went back and forth. I think after the third time, then she's like, this is your match. Do you want to look into that? Yeah. And the grandparents. Uh, would like you to consider this if you can. So that's how we ended up basically going into that. Did you say how old the kids, your daughters are? Uh, 10 and 3. Yes, I did say, I think. Yeah, earlier. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 10 and 3. And so yeah. when did they come home? Mm-hmm. Uh, two months ago. Okay, so, so we're this is really new. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So yeah. going from no kids to a 10-year-old and a 3-year-old, that is a leap. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, honestly, uh, I actually, someone asked me, uh, and that's something maybe if you see someone with adoptive kids and don't know how to kind of have a conversation, just be mindful. So <laughs> I was asked this question <laughs> by someone uh, last week. Uh, hey, are these your kids? Yes, how old are the three and 10? Wow, what age gap? And our oldest <laughs> one looked at me and looked at her like, what is she talking about? I have other siblings in the middle. So mm. the, 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 that brings memories uh, back for them, okay. right? It's just a trigger. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so I guess like if you're listening, uh, be mindful uh, of that if you see a big age gap. Would you agree yeah. with that, Patty? Yeah. Right? Just it, being mindful in general. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Imran, you have an added dimension because you are a brown guy uh-huh. and Suzanne is white and your <laughs> girls are white. What kinds of questions have you encountered? Like what is... What are some helpful questions or some unhelpful questions? I know people are curious and some questions are okay. Yeah. And some questions are a little not mindful. Can you talk I, about honest, that a little bit? I have no problem. Like people uh, have asked us different questions. Um, not crazy so far, except one. Um, and that was just like I was mentioning earlier, this little uh, Indian girl uh, at soccer field. She's like, she saw me, the youngest one, taking home. And she's like, are you taking her home? Yes. Is she yours? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. And the other people are just thinking like, hey, are you babysitting them? Kind of the idea. (laughs) Because we we just uh, uh, look different. Um, 
but even uh, I, I guess assuming that you babysitting, you, you never know until child opens up his or her mouth and calls you mom and dad, and then yeah. you're like, oh, shoot, that I was strong, right? So just yeah. maybe just wait. Um, we have to be careful because exactly. in our community, there are a lot of people who are being raised by grandparents, aunts and uncles, mm-hmm. older siblings, people of different colors. And so we have to be careful not to assume anything. For sure. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I sometimes yeah. want to open my mouth and say, oh, is this your mom? And then in the course of the conversation, you realize this is the grandma yeah. or the other way around and it can get awkward. So it's better just to say, oh, that's so great. Just yeah. wait for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, See what just you can sort out through detective yeah. methods. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we talked a little bit about the process. Is there anything you want to add to the process that you went through for other people? Were there, were there a lots of different options that you considered and then just landed on this one or was this just kind of the one that seemed to be right, right off the bat? In terms uh, of getting with matched kids? with oh, yeah, okay with the kids. um well our process was quite long um we like go once we filled out our paperwork and then there is education that you have to go through um but i i was not completely sold on mm. this adoption thing i was convinced that nope we just need to figure out this having more biological children certainly if we time things better and i was just convinced that we could sort this out mm. And um, I actually started taking the precept upon precept class. That was my first one. And I studied the life of Abraham. Mm. And um, I remember reading that Abraham went to this city and God had closed the wombs of the entire city. And I was like, hang on a second. Okay, so God was able to close every womb in that city. Like maybe God is actually like, and it took me a moment there, but I'm like, okay, yep. Maybe God is actually the one who has closed my womb for this time. Um, and that's when I was like, okay, God, yep, this is the, this is clearly the path that you want us to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that was that's kind of an extra little piece in there just, uh, yeah. So that can be a bit of a grieving process as you recognize yes. God's hand at work and have to struggle to accept that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be similar for your story, Imran, when you knew that you as a couple wouldn't have children, that can be a little bit of a grieving process. It it is, um, because you you see uh, your friends having kids and uh, relatives and all 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 the people you come across and you're like, why why can't they have kids and why can't we? Or you're like, well, these guys can't take care of kids. We think that we can. So all sort of questions (laughs) run through your mind, right? Exactly, like why... You know the question: Why? Yeah. Why not us? Um, but uh, I think one of the things just uh, was just to trust God and yeah. knowing and acknowledging that He's in control. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are not, and if it is His will, uh, He can accomplish His purpose through yeah. us not having kids or us having kids. Yeah. What is His purpose? Do we do we know? We don't. Right. Um, but now, just having two at home. Uh, it, it's just a joy. Yes, mm-hmm. we have our challenges. We're not perfect family. <laughs> no. um, what? You haven't got it right in two months? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm really uh, disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> He's fallen off the pedestal already. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. No, but it, it just, yeah, it's just, it's fun. I So yeah, it's, it's just great to go through this journey and just see how God is just shaping us and shaping them and just seeing how the kids are just growing and yeah. developing. And then you also see um, 
about you, learn about yourself too. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I've been learning basically having 10 years old at home and asking you to do homework or different things, hey, put your socks away or do yeah. this and that or just like the stinky attitude that comes out <laughs> like, you guys don't love me. I'm going into my room. Okay. And I'm like, okay. So you, you got mad at, in the moment, yeah. right? Like, why, why don't you get it? But then five minutes later, you're like, I was like that yeah. like 20 years ago, yeah. like 30, what? Like, actually yesterday. Same thing, exactly, <laughs> right? So, yeah. so there's no difference. So how can I be better in this situation yeah. if it comes again? Yeah. So it, it's just a process itself to kind of learn and asking God to kind of like help me out. So we, uh, I saw Suzanne on her knee and face down on the ground praying uh, different nights in the first um, few uh, weeks of bringing the kids home. Yeah. The challenges, it was like, okay, w- what is going on? Like, yeah. what, what were those? Some, what were the, some of those specific challenges initially? Um, I, I think it's just because uh, the gr- grieving process. They they were in foster care, um, so they're leaving the foster families yeah. as well as for the oldest one. Like she's leaving her uh, friends from school, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she has grandparents. She has some other siblings. She was in touch with. Like she's leaving she's everyone exactly. Yeah, and that's then huge. The th- yeah, the thought is like no. So would I ever see them again or would yeah. I not? Yeah. So um, just coming back, even a little uh, one, um, thankfully not for the last two weeks, but like three weeks ago, uh, we're driving and then she's like, Daddy, I want to go back to yeah. the foster mom's home by her name. Like, I'm going to go to her house. Yeah, yeah. and it's several it, hours away, so it's not something exactly. you can just pop over sure. tonight. Yeah. yeah, and then she's crying, and I'm like, what do you do here? So yeah. I'm trying to distract and trying to explain, no, this is our forever home. Yeah, And it's just yeah. like kind of, destroys you inside too. You yeah. like you, you, I have no idea how to respond to this thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then you see three years old asking over and over and yeah. over again. Uh, but by God's grace, she is better now. She talks about her foster mom because she was nine months when she moved into her care and Oh yeah. That's uh, the person she's known. Exactly. Yeah. So for her that's important. And now she talks about her no problem. Yeah. So yeah, a bit so of a ripping there. Exactly. Yeah. So the grieving process is probably one of the biggest one yeah. uh, out of all these. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Patty? Cool. What were the initial challenges for you guys? Um, well, our situation was a bit different. I didn't mention before, but we had started out doing something called foster to adopt or concurrent planning. So um, our boys were in a foster home for a while and it was taking a really long time to get to the point where they were available to adopt. So they try to move them into their forever home while we're waiting to get to that point. And so um, when we initially moved them, we, we could not say, this is your forever home. Right. So I didn't and, ask them to call you mommy and daddy and stuff. Or did yeah, you? Or? We, we were Mama P and Daddy J yeah. when they first moved in. Yeah. And um, so that was a big challenge. And, um, and also when they had first moved in, we were still having some visits with biological dad Um, so that so we would um, so we had the grief process of moving from our foster family that we had known for almost three years Um, they were in daycare so we left the daycare as well Mm -hmm. and um, 
And then we, we couldn't even, we couldn't say, well, this is your forever home. It was, we would say the plan is that this is your forever home. So then if it ever came back, we weren't like stuck on our words because that was the plan. But even for you guys, you're investing in these kids, not knowing if you're going to have them forever. I think that was one of the hardest things you found, right? Yes. Well, I I remember, I think Crystal, it was you who was speaking once about living on a limb and you don't, and I'm like, that is me right now. I am, I'm living out on this limb. And at any moment, my limb could break or my limb's going to stay supported. And um, so we just, we kind of plugged away. Technically, we were fostering them. Um, Yeah, and still having those regular visits, which um, we had a lot of behaviors that would come out after those visits. So those were um, challenging. Um, Yeah, and then also the dynamic of having our two older children in the home who um, I thought for sure my other my boy would be like would just be traumatized and he was the baby boy in the family and now there's two other little boys but he was he was good and it was my daughter who was the one who started acting out and I'm like (laughs) so it was it came with those challenges as well so yeah that's hard those are hard things yeah how long has it been now, Patty, that you've had them in your home? They have been in our home for two years. Um, they, we, I guess, officially adopted them last about, well, it was a year ago, November. So, okay. well, yeah, right now. Um, and then, yeah, we fought, got our final documents in September. So everything's final now, but so yeah. it's only been final very recently as well. Yes, yes. And that was a, yeah. And that itself is a challenge because you don't know if you will be able to have them forever. Yes. Or if anything goes wrong, yeah. they can be taken yeah. uh, by the biological parents or the ministry, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So you're just kind of living on the edge there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the other challenges for us was uh, going through this transition back and forth, back and forth. Um especially for the youngest one, uh, the three years old. Uh, so we'll go for the weekend and we had to leave and go mm-hmm. back again for the weekend. And then she would say, like, no, you can't leave. You can't uh, leave. So uh. for her to see that, like, if, and in my head I'm thinking, so she's probably thinking, if you, my mom and dad, why you keep coming and leaving? Yeah. 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 Right? So it was hard for them or for her um, and for us as well. Could you, just see a child crying and leaving them and saying goodbye because you have to. Yeah, right? So it's just yeah. like it's the transition was just, uh, it was just horrible for us though. I mean, I, I was like, why don't you make it like maybe a couple of weeks? But yeah, yours was several months of transition. Uh, nine weeks altogether. Yeah. 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 Whereas so, uh, ours was only, I think about three weeks. And we right. were we were quite local, so we yeah. our transition was quite lovely. We would just go for a couple hours here, a couple hours there, yeah. So very yeah. different. Yeah. So what kind of supports do you have around you? Well, um, I am a part of a few different um, adoptive moms Facebook pages. Okay. Um, there are some ladies um, locally who adopted a number of years ago. Who, who kind of started this group and they meet fairly regularly and they are a wealth of knowledge. That's good. Some of these mums have like nine plus children in well, the home right well, now. Okay. Yeah. Um, between their biologicals and their adopted and their foster kids.
kids. So, um, and then we meet with them regularly. Um, I also have a number of closer friends who have adopted. Um, so meet with them regularly as well. Just just someone who gets it, who understands. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Imran has called my husband before as well. He's just, my go-to guy to yeah, express frustration, good. right? Just yeah. for support. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's very so important. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Imran? No, um, w- because for us it's fairly new, so we're just kind of learning. Uh, the whole thing and just trying to find out uh, the people. So, for example, calling Jim yeah. um, when you just don't know him and you think, like, this is just so bad or dumb. Like, what do you do in this? Yeah. <laughs> like, Jim, what do you do? Uh, so to just talking to Jim and just picking uh, his brain on yeah. things or Suzanne knows some of her friends uh, who have adopted. So we just kind of tried to connect with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we have met anyone on a regular basis as a couple just because the oldest one is school, the youngest one's home full time. So it just doesn't work. And um, so we're slowly probably will get there. Yeah. Uh, but we have the people in our um, area if we need to call upon and they're there. And you have like Suzanne's dad living with you, right? So Absolutely. there's a grandpa figure. For yeah, them right so away. Yeah, yeah, grandpa lives upstairs, and then um, both of the uncles are uh, not far uh, to you, so they come and the cousins come. So, but grandpa's been just absolutely great help. Kids go up there and help grandpa uh, clean the yard or um, hang out, yeah. play games, whatever. So, grandpa comes down, we go up there. So, it, it's good to have that. So, he's been great help. Yeah, we really yeah. do need a community. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Do you have family around? Um, my family is, is back east, east yeah. but Jim's family is close by. And so we actually, actually this weekend, we get to go away. Nice. Okay. And they're taking Sister the kids? Sister and brother-in-law are taking the kids for the weekend. So you look forward to that, eh? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Um, yeah. And then we, like, um, we have a few other friends who, who haven't adopted, but they just, they just get it. And I know um, Tamara Ezra's wife she will often see me and just I'll just take that one for now you go handle that Uh, and so it's just nice having just people around that get it yeah so yeah that's neat Hmm. what would you say to other families considering adoption what would be your advice if someone asked you should I do this or I usually say if you're thinking about it look into it start the process because it can be a lengthier process so I usually just say get the process going if you if you feel that it's not right you can always back off yeah you're not like yeah it's signed in blood when you Mm -hmm. start the process yeah yeah same thing um because you don't know unless uh until you see uh and go through the process like for example I said earlier that for us uh, just thinking that we're going to only adopt zero to five. That was our age range. And then yeah. going to this info session where they uh, profile some of the kids uh, that were available to be adopted, it changed our mind. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it, it can change. It'd be like helpful just to know whether I should go this route or not. So definitely try it. Yeah. yeah, and it's very rewarding at the end too. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a few people who started out the process with us. And they have never, they haven't adopted. Yeah. So it's, 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 you're, yeah, you're not signed in blood once you For start. sure. And no yeah. one is going to judge yeah, you because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's your personal thing. You, yeah. Yeah. you, you know your circumstances better than um, others. So if it works out uh, with your, what you're thinking, um, great. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. 
Yeah. You may consider that a year later, two years later, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And it's just so great to see God's hand as you look back and all these mm-hmm. things, right? You don't know yeah. going in exactly. It's not like you've had exact word from God saying this is what you should do and yeah. you know follow these exact guidelines. And you kind of wish God would give you more direction maybe mm-hmm. at the beginning. Yes. But when you look back, you can say, oh, I see how God orchestrated. And I just walked forward faithfully and kept praying about it and talking about it and being in mm-hmm. Bible study and, and God just orchestrated this for us. And mm-hmm. even though he put you in that scary spot of fostering yes. to adopt, which you never yeah, wanted to do in the midst of that, he taught you lots of things, right? Yeah. yeah. Anything else that you'd say you learned about God or yourselves uh, through that, pro- through this process? Um, I remember being in the matching process and we had, um, we had this lovely social worker and she would contact us and say, okay, these are the kids who just crossed my desk. Here are their risks. Here, here's their kind of what they've gone through just in a brief, like one minute snippet. Do you want to put your name forward for these kids? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I need to talk to Jim about this. And so, um, and then this, this went on for a couple of weeks and I was, I was like, okay, we're sitting down. We're looking at, okay, this is how they might turn out. This is what might happen in the future, yeah. right? There might be these behavioral things. And then I just, I came to the realization that God, he knew everything <laughs> that we would do. He knew what, huh. what all of our sins that, that we would do. And yet he still picked us knowing that we, right. it's not oh, even that we beautiful. might, that we might do these things. It's he knew we <laughs> would. Oh yeah. And yet that's he good still picked us. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Wow. How do you want me to top that now? <laughs> Come on, you can take my job. Come back. Yeah, no, for us, uh, very similar. Um, I remember uh, we bringing the, those profiles home and just going through those pictures yeah. and reading uh, the information about these kids, and it was scary. Like, what do you do here? Like, oh, they have this challenge and that challenge because they have to disclose mm-hmm. everything that's yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And like, okay, do we want to do it? Do we want to? No, yes, no. Just going back and forth, back and forth, and uh, just asking. At the First, we're trying in our own understanding, like, okay, what about this? What about that? But then realizing, like, no, we have... Uh, a great counselor who can just help yeah. us uh, figure decide, this figure this thing out. Like mm-hmm. we, we can't do this uh, if his hand's not in it. So we yeah. have to have him involved in this. And I think that was the and turning point. I think you point. mean God the counselor, right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah not, <laughs> not, 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 thinking, what amazing guy counselor no, is there? No, God. No, I'm talking about God. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, and just praying and asking God, like, uh, there was no clear answer. Yes, you should do it. You shouldn't. No, it was just the process of just going through and talking to a worker back and forth. And then just um, her knowing our story um, and us just explaining uh, the process that we're, what we're thinking. Uh, so anyway, going through this whole thing, it was just like, okay, what you described, like yeah. okay, God didn't think uh, about all those things. He's like, I see that scar there. I see that challenge, that challenge, that challenge. Mm-hmm. Yet I'm going to take you in. Yeah. yeah. So what, what's your problem here? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, uh, w- knowing that the kids we have, and I'm assuming you have, mm-hmm. that there were challenges that, that were described in the information that were scary at the time. We had no idea uh, if the youngest one even talks or not and this and that. But, man, once we got there, like, okay, this is it. It was yeah. just like the switch on, mm-hmm. boom. They this felt is like it. your kids. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There, there was no, and all of a sudden, you the peace you 
sense and feel. Yeah. Uh, it, you just can't describe it. Mm. It was just beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're out of time. And yep. if you'd like to contact Imran or Patty and talk to them more, you're very welcome to contact us at bonus at northview.org and we will get you connected with them. Imran, would you pray for us? Absolutely. Father, we are grateful for your grace uh, that you showed to us. Um, even though uh, we are sinners and um, feel the people you saved us and you chose us and adopted us through your son, Jesus Christ. So we thank you uh, for adopting us and uh, thank you for this opportunity that you've given us to learn about each other and the process of adoption locally. Uh, we ask that uh, you continue to uh, direct us and we pray for those that who are thinking of adopting father that you make it clear to them uh, that it is your work and they're your kids and that you give those people peace and wisdom that they need uh, thank you for jim and patty for the uh for what they've gone through and the case that you bless them with we ask that you encourage them and bless them and have your hand upon all, all over us so uh, we thank you and we surrender ourselves to you we ask this in jesus name amen amen thank you for joining us <laughs>